And if you're just tuning in, it's time to get to the down and dirty details of cleaning while you sleep. Also on the show today, we're going to be discussing things that the cleaners hate that you think might be helping them. We'll also talk about our two situations of the week and end with some listener questions if Tim did his job for once. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show. flagship station for unimportant things 103.9 the sean and welcome back everybody we hope that you are having an amazing day wherever you are whoever you are whoever you want to be today we are getting near halloween um and people like to dress up as all sorts of things and people like to stress out about costumes and you know whatever floats your boat Maybe you want to be a boat itself. I don't know. But either way, you can find us on Instagram. We are 103.9 The Sean. Twitter, 1039 The Sean. And Gmail, 103.9 The Sean at gmail.com. The inbox is completely overflowing with questions. And we told Tim to make himself productive this week and go through and give us a couple of good ones that we could read live on the air at the end here. So we will see uh, his list, and hopefully he came through. I'd like to go over last week's results of the situation of the week vote. We had two situations to vote between. It was the women woman at the pool who lost it on a couple that was stretching. Uh, granted, it was 2.30 a.m., so it could have been some provocative stretching. We don't know exactly what was happening. And turns out the woman did have a history with the guy, so there was definitely a little love triangle in there. But uh, she slapped the woman, left a red mark, got arrested, made a fool of herself, um, and really had a shitty Saturday night. The other one was very cut and dry. Just a, a man in Yellowstone National Park that got uh, all too close to a bison and the bison attacked him, charged him, pinned him to the ground with its giant head. We don't know if the man survived. Hopefully he did. But it is a situation regardless. Um, we put that poll up on Instagram and got one vote. Uh, one person voted for the bison. So that is our situation of the week from the previous show. Thank you to that one person who voted. Uh, they are an avid listener of the show, and wow, what a poll. One vote, we gotta love it. Hopefully our situation of the week this week will bring on maybe two or three votes. I guess since I'm on the subject, we can do that first. I'll go a little bit out of order here. Uh, I'm ignoring my my plan, but you know what? You gotta move, you gotta shift, you gotta shake, you gotta jive sometimes. So, situation number one of the week is the Tesla road rage guy. Evidently, in Southern California, there was some asshole who was driving around in his Tesla, 
constantly busting people's balls, driving erratically, driving dangerously. And he would kind of do it on purpose just so that he can get to pull over and kind of yell and scream and threaten at the person. Just a total dickhead. Um, He was finally caught, I guess, and given five years in prison. So he is our option one because getting into a road rage incident is quite the situation. Um, I'm not sure if anyone listening has been in a road rage situation. Luckily, I have not. Uh, I think I might have flipped someone off one time. Don't remember exactly the situation. But I try to remain mostly calm on the road, which is good. I'm not even much of a uh, a horn honker. If something is going a little bit awry, I'm not really someone that blares on the horn or like even at a red light if someone's looking at their phone and it's green, I'll give like a maybe a little a little little honk, a little toot of the horn, but uh, that's rare for me as well. Um, it it kind of takes a lot to, to piss me off. I have a good amount of patience, so that's just me. But anyway, situation number two, a man named Tom Robinson, 24 years old, was trying to cross the Pacific Ocean. Yes, you heard that right. The Pacific Ocean, the world's largest ocean, in a handmade boat. He wanted to go from Peru to Australia, and he expected it to work out. This guy needs his head examined. Okay, you're trying to cross the world's largest ocean in a handmade boat with all sorts of sun exposure, weather, fucking waves, not many supplies. I mean, you're just a dumbass, and pretty much he brought it upon himself. Obviously, he's lucky to be alive because, as he stated, an unexpectedly large wave came into his boat, flooded it, and he started to capsize. Luckily, he was able to remain on top of the vessel and was rescued by a cruise ship. He was 100 miles off the coast of Vanuatu, which is a southwestern Pacific island, it says. And he was leaving that island and on his way to Australia in what he called his make-or-break leg. Well, it fucking broke. Uh, The storm got the best of him, or the wave, whatever it was. And they said he was treated for dehydration and sunburn. And also for being an idiot. Listen, I get it. You got to be out there. You got to have dreams, goals. But there's a difference between, you know, being smart and being dumb. And I think this is a dumb one. So those are our two situations of the week. And you guys are going to vote on which you think is the bigger situation. Was it the tesla road rage guy or was it our good old buddy tom robinson who was trying to cross the pacific ocean in a handmade boat coming up after the break we're going to be discussing nine ways that you can clean in your sleep and also 11 things that the cleaners hate that you do don't touch that dial you're listening to 103.9 the show are you over there with a yard full of leaves that just keep piling up is your grass not even visible anymore due to the lack of care you've shown do you secretly want to see how deep the leaves will get all season long and just let mother nature run its course through your yard 
well, then you should consider Beyond Belief leaf removal. At Beyond Belief, we will clean your lawn and gutters in no time flat so that you can remain flat on your back being a lazy ass on the couch. For an extra fee, Beyond Belief will also treat your yard so that when spring rolls around, you'll have the fattest grass on the block. Put your grass ahead of the game and your neighbors to shame. You better believe it. Use promo code FUCKFOLIAGE for 15% off. Your flagship station for unimportant things. 103.9 The Sean. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hope you take full advantage of that sponsor's offer. We know that we like to help out our listeners with great promo codes. So if you got a yard full of leaves, check out Beyond Belief Leaf Removal. All right, it's time to move into this article. We are going to read it live on the air and react live. I have not read this prior. Um, It says nine tricky ways to clean your house while you sleep. Seems like a load of hoopla, if you ask me. Number one on the list, it says soak a shower head. Mineral deposits clog the shower head and affect its pressure over time. To clean, fill a plastic bag with vinegar. Place the bag around the shower head, submerging it in the liquid. Secure the bag around the neck of the shower head. This I've actually heard of, and um, I guess I can agree because you can just let it soak while you're sleeping. So we're going to move on into number two. Number two, remove stains on pots and pans. If a batch of cookies is on a baking sheet, gunky, let a dryer sheet clean it overnight. Place the sheet on the pan and fill it with warm water. Cleaning agents in the dryer sheet will help loosen the stuck grime. Okay, so this is just soaking dishes. I mean, this is not a revelation. This has been passed down for thousands of years. If you got a fucking disgusting casserole dish that's been heated reheated thawed heated reheated frozen thawed cooled down reheated and you got just an absolute nuclear blast along the edges of that casserole dish nothing's gonna move it you need to soak that bad boy i mean everyone knows that number three uh polished stove grates Cleaning greasy, food-splattered stove burners can be tiresome chore. Before you go to bed, seal each burner in a large plastic bag with one-quarter cup of ammonia. The overnight soak will make it easy to wipe off the surface with a sponge the following day. This is for people that have a real gas stove, which is probably not too many of us. But uh, I guess that'll work. Uh, Not sure. It doesn't seem like a great idea to have ammonia near a possibly hot surface obviously the burner shouldn't be on at the same time but still not not too interesting there number four banish rust on tools if your rusty tools have seen better days fill a tray with coca-cola submerge the tools allow the soak overnight so all this shit on this list is just soaking things basically which is not surprising anyone I'm not sure that, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, in my opinion, that's kind of like, they're kind of cheating. Like, this is all kind of the same idea. Uh, It's also gross that Coca-Cola will take the rust off something. You know, what is it doing to 
our teeth and our insides. Uh, I don't want to know, really. And I don't really drink a lot of soda, so whatever. Uh, five, eliminate wet messes. This is interesting because why would you be going to bed with a wet mess somewhere? <laughs> uh if your sofa or carpet became the victim of an icky wet mess, say vomit or urine, geez, mix a paste of baking soda and water to soak it up. Use a spoon to spread the paste over the soiled area. Allow it to dry overnight, then vacuum it in the morning. This is kind of stupid. If If I have a wet mess somewhere and... I'm I'm not I'm not gonna go to bed. Like I feel like you gotta deal with that as best as you can right away. I'm not just gonna dump baking soda on it and be like, eh, well, I'll vacuum it up in the morning. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna dab, I'm gonna press, dab, press, dab. Maybe I'll use baking soda right then, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep working through it until it's pretty much dry. I'm not just gonna you know, allow a piss soaked couch to <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not just I'm not leaving a wet mess. I'm just I'm just not. I'm going to I'm going to deal with it as best I can. I I think uh I think there's other people out there that would agree. If you uh if you would like to write into the show, please do because uh we need to hear from someone other than Tim every once in a while. All right, number 6, descale a kettle. Lime scale can build up from calcium carbonate deposits in the water leading to an off-white chalky deposit on your kettle. Who's still using kettles? All right, maybe the grandmas that are listening to this show, but I think otherwise everyone's just got one of those, you know, obviously like a new age coffee maker or something newer than a kettle in their house to boil water to get themselves some tea if they want to make tea. Uh, clean it out with lemon slices. I'm not reading the rest of this. This kettle should not be on their list. Number seven, clean bath toys. To make a grubby rubber ducky boat and other bath toys new again, mix one gallon of warm water with three quarters cup of vinegar. Soak the toys overnight, rinse thoroughly, and allow to air dry. I guess that's to just get soak scum, soap scum off. I still feel like you don't need to soak them overnight. I mean, how grimy are these rubber duckies? Number eight, make diamonds sparkle. Quickly polish a diamond ring by filling a bottle cap with Windex. Soak the ring. Let dry with a soft cloth in the morning. Uh, remove the grime and add shine. Uh, when my fiance cleans her ring, I'm not sure what she uses. I think she has like specific ring cleaner. But it doesn't take an entire night to soak it. She just cleans it and then puts it back on. So I don't think you need to clean it overnight. Number nine, remove red wine stains. Uh, This is the whole salt and club soda thing. If I spill red wine on the couch, I'm not just going to bed. This is the same thing as before. I'm not leaving a wet mess. I'm going to dab, press, dab, press, remove club soda, dab, dilute it, dab, dilute it, dab, repeat, 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 go to bed at 4 a.m. versus... Well, I'm just going to pour club soda on it and hope for the best tomorrow morning. No. Uh, That's the end of that shitty list. So hopefully you got a little bit of enjoyment out of that. We're going to move on to the other list that has to do with cleaning. 12 things that the cleaners hate that you do that you think you're helping. So uh, 
my fiance and I, we do have a cleaner and she does a great job. It's a little expensive, but we don't feel like cleaning the house because we're both busy. And so that's one thing that we factor into our budget. Let's see here. It says 11. So I might've just said 12. I'm trying to go quick here. 11 polite habits house cleaners secretly hate. Let's see. Do's and don'ts of cleaning etiquette. Um, cleaning before they arrive all right we're guilty of this we try to pick up a little bit make it a little easier for the cleaner um it says okay well we just we just pick up this is talking about if you're trying to mop before they get there if you're mopping before the cleaner gets there then you're an idiot like what are you paying for then let them be the cleaner let them clean it We just kind of clear up the clutter, pick up around, you know, make it easier for her to access everything, blah, blah, blah. This says talking to them while they're cleaning. Uh, Well, I'm never here when she's here, so that's not a problem. And my fiance is always working when she's here, so that's not an issue. Number three, following them around while they work. Once again, uh, we're not doing that. And uh, if you're doing that, uh, go find a hobby. Do something else. Start your own shitty show or something. Because they don't want to feel like you are watching their every move and critiquing them. Number four, offering agency workers extra pay for extra work. So kind of pulling some shady side deals or something, I guess. I don't know. At least we're in the clear for that one. Giving vague instructions. Okay, so um, not really sure how this can apply. I think... Uh, I think our cleaner kind of knows what we expect and, you know, it is what it is. She does the the whole house every time, uh, floors, bathrooms, countertops, appliances, you name it, dusting. Uh, So she's kind of in a good groove over here and I feel like that's normal. Moving items before they arrive. Okay, this we're definitely guilty of. If you think you're helping... um, Oh, this talks about moving sculptures, photographs, vases. We're not moving any of that stuff from their original placement. It's just like picking up like random clothes or I don't know, whatever the fuck's around. Like just making it easier for pre-soaking the shower or tub. No, with bleach. No, we don't do that. We let her just handle the showers. And uh, that was definitely the thing that I hated to do the most was cleaning the shower Um, because you know you got chemicals and you're scrubbing and then all of a sudden you're like sweating and you're just getting a headache and it's just that was my least favorite adult chore did it for a bunch of years and uh, happy to not be doing it anymore next one leaving a key with the neighbor sometimes if there's a scheduling con conflict you need to arrange the house cleaner to get a key uh yeah, I mean, I could see why that would be annoying. We don't need to do that because we have a key. You know, my fiance is always here anyway. But there's also a key code. Um, so that's not an issue for us. Providing your own cleaning products. Okay, so we have our own cleaning products, our own stash that we use when we want. But she comes with everything. So her products are better than ours. She's got some some good custom things. Uh, this is boring. I'm fucking bored myself. All right, last one here before we end with some questions, I think, from Tim. Offering helpful advice. 
Okay, this kind of goes to the other one about following them around. They don't want advice. They don't want to hear from us. They don't want to hear from you. If you're out there trying to give advice on how to clean a bathroom mirror, well, like I said earlier, go find a hobby. Let them do their job and you go do your job. And if you don't have a job, maybe you're rich and you have a cleaner, pick a hobby. Start a show, you know. Talk to the talk to somebody. Go call someone. Go uh, Go help out somewhere. Help the homeless. I don't know. That is it for our list. We're going to move into some listener questions filtered by the one and only Tenacious Tim. He decided to uh, start showing up to the office again the last week and told us he wanted to take on the uh, question selection job. So we're going to see what he has curated for us. All right, we're going to do three questions here from Tim. Seems like he actually did his job this week. This one says, what's the dumbest way you've been hurt? Um, I've been hurt some dumb ways. Uh, One thing that stands out is uh, when I was in seventh grade, I was snow tubing in the woods uh, at one of my friends' house. We had a, it was like a, you know, not, not a crazy hill, but there was a hill in the woods, and it was a little bit cleared, uh, but, you know, still woods nonetheless, not grass. So we're snow tubing in the woods, and I forget how, but I fell off the tube, banged my knee on a rock. Uh, it cut the snow pants open, and I had a little divot in my knee, and uh, I, I cried, you know, seventh grade, you know, not proud about it, but it hurt. Um, let's see here. Okay, this next question says, can you carry an elephant? What the fuck is this, Tim? What is this question? Can you carry an elephant? Who wrote this? Is this a joke? Is this like a prank from Tim? What is happening here? This is, I can't carry an elephant. No one can. I mean, unless you have some kind of mechanical crane device, which I clearly don't have. So fuck you, Tim. Question three And now I'm annoyed. What is the worst color that's ever been invented? Oh my god. We have been officially fucked with yet again by Tim. There are no color inventions, okay? There is the the Roy G. Biv wheel or whatever that we all learned about in art class, all right? The whatever, the colors the visible color spectrum. Okay, there's no invention of colors. There's just different like shades or hues or whatever from I don't know, the visible light spectrum, the the white light, you know, there's infrared, there's shit you can't see, but the visible light spectrum, there isn't just someone sitting around inventing colors. Uh it's This is brutal. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and fire Tim again. He's uh you know, I, I just really got to learn my lesson. I bet I don't because we clearly need the help around here. But at what point is it a detriment? You know, we've kind of said that in the past. But anyway, we are going to move into the next segment after a quick break. So if you enjoyed the show from start to end, please tell a friend. If you hated the show and would rather have spent the last 
half hour of your life scrubbing a disgusting shower stall, please tell a foe. You can reach out to us on Instagram, 103.9theshawn, Twitter, 1039theshawn, or send us an email, 103.9theshawn at gmail.com. Coming up after the break, we're going to be having listeners call in live on the air to discuss and vent about all their fantasy football problems and how they keep losing money because their players suck. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show. 